I remembered 75 hard and I was like, you know what? I can't control the shit I'm dealing with, but I can control doing these six things every day. And that was a game changer since I made that decision because it's brought back my discipline, mental strength, no longer feeling chronic fatigue. My mood has drastically improved. Andrew can attest to that. In one of our relationship check-ins, he said, since 75 hard, you are just happier. You're a more enjoyable partner. You found your, your self-resilience. Welcome to what I love about sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Although sex is in the title and I normally talk about sex, as you can see, this is about the 75 hard program that I've been doing and I've done it before in 2019. Um, I've just been got, I just received so many questions about it on Instagram and everyone wants to know uh, more of a story in terms of how I'm doing well in this program. So I'm going to cut to it and tell you what it is. This was created by Andy Fursella, who is pretty well known in the entrepreneur space, and rightfully so. He's built multiple businesses worth billions. He has the podcast Real AF with Andy Fursella. It is one of my favorite podcasts. I've been listening to it probably for like seven years now. Um, he's gone through a few brand changes with the pod, but um, but it's just gotten better and better. And he's one of those people that has always shifted me into my badass mode or beast mode, as you can say, um, but really just like helping me to find my my strength. And whenever I feel lost in terms of strength and and I feel like I've fallen off my disciplined habits or I'm feeling weak or if I'm feeling self-pity or like a victim, any of that shit, I turn on his podcast and I'm like, all right, snap me back into shape. <laughs> and he does. And it's just a really great show. You should definitely check it out and definitely try the 75 Hard program, which I'll go into now. This is created by Andy Frisella as a lifestyle program not a challenge. So a lot of people call it the 75 hard challenge. And he apparently can't stand that because he's, he's like, it's not a fucking challenge. You know, it's not something you do for 75 days. And on day 76, you're like, all right, let's party and get wasted with cake and junk. You know, like that's not, he's like, if you do that on the 76th day, you're doing it wrong and you fucked up and there's no point in you doing it. So he really is trying to show that the whole point of this program is to start living in this way, like start creating these habits as a lifestyle that you continue after the 75 days. And that's why over time he's created phases that are after the 75 hard. I'm not familiar with the names. I don't want to fuck it up. Um, but he is creating it so that it lives on and on and you could do it for a year straight and then you just repeat the year. Um, so he's trying to show this is more than just 
a challenge that went viral online and everyone's doing it, it's a lifestyle program. And he wants people to start living their lives this way because he believes we'll have a better world if, if we do. And I agree with that. So, so the 75 hard program is sticking to six things every single day. And these six things are um, drinking a gallon of water, working out indoors for 45 minutes, working out outdoors for 45 minutes, reading 10 pages of a personal growth book, taking a picture of yourself so that you could track your physical progress, and eliminating alcohol, junk food, um, fried foods, processed food, and no sugar, right? So you're keeping your body in check, you're keeping your mind in check, and in order to stick with these things every day, it takes a certain amount of discipline, right? So it's more about mental toughness than it is about fitness. It's more about getting your mind into this place of focus and discipline and strengthening your willpower so that you do prioritize these things that don't seem like a big deal overall, but they are. They can literally change you as a person. So if you check out Andy's podcast, you'll see that he has testimonials of people who made extraordinary changes in their lives by going through the program and how they're completely different now than they were when they first started. So it's really cool. And the titles are pretty obvious about it. They'll be like 75 hard and then the name of the person. So um, definitely look at his podcast and check those out. But people want to know my why. Like, why are you doing it right now? What's your What's your reason? And I'll start off with that because I've done this before in 2019. And it was, I'd say it was easier, but it also wasn't. It was just, I was at a different phase in life. And the drinking was definitely a lot harder at that time. The no drinking, I should say. And the... Of course, the food restrictions are the food restrictions and the drink, then no drinking are the hardest parts for me back then and still. Um, so I was in a different phase of life. At that point, I was super fit. I was seemingly very healthy. So I was booking it with these workouts. Like I would do sprints for 45 minutes outside, sweat my ass off, and I would go to the gym every single morning and lift. So I was doing pretty intense workouts and the workouts were not challenging for me because I've been working out since I was 19 years old religiously. I don't think I've missed two weeks or more than two weeks since the age of 19. I'm now 32. So it's become who I am. And in the way, in a way, you know, it, it proves that like how, how much fitness has changed my life for the better and how I just had to keep it in because it just always made my life better. And um, it just goes to show something like this literally changes your life. It changes the person that you are for the good. So that was a different phase. Now I'm in a phase where I, my why is not to challenge myself and to see how badass I am, right? I was very focused more on that as a challenge in 2019. Now I'm looking at it more like a lifestyle um, but also a preparation for surgery. So I'm getting my breast implants removed in one month from today. Woo! Very excited. Can't wait. Um, but so my why is health and healing. My why is strengthen your body for surgery stuff because you need to be prepared. You need to 
have a certain level of mental toughness and and also nervous system a calm nervous system a relaxed nervous system to go into the surgery to get the best result in terms of the outcome and the healing process so i'm thinking of this as a way to heal most efficiently so i strategically planned the 75 hard program so that the 75th day was the day before i the day i fly out for surgery to texas so i I'm doing that so that I don't fall off my habits and fuck up my diet and then put my body in a poor position for going under the knife. So I've been dealing with a lot of symptoms. And if you listen to the episode a few episodes back about my why I'm getting my boobs take my fake boobs taken out, um, you'll know that I've been dealing with a lot of pain, a lot of inflammation, which is causing bloating in my stomach constantly a lot of digestive issues, um, trouble sleeping, trouble with just having chronic fatigue and just being tired a lot of the time, eye blurriness, nerve pain, the list goes on, pain during sex, um, the list goes on. I have about 33 symptoms, something like that, around breast implant illness at this point. And not that I've had them all at one time, but they've came and went for like two weeks at a time hardcore and then the next week I'd have another set of symptoms where I'm just like what the fuck is happening to my body so so during a time when life has been so hard this past year I've just been feeling very very challenged in just daily living because if you don't have your health what do you have you know it's it's always going to be the main focus and the obsession is to just get back to feeling better So I'm like, I want to do 75 hard because I'm tired of feeling weak. I'm tired of catching myself feeling victimized where I, like self-victimized, where I just feel bad for myself and I feel hopeless and I feel like there's no answers. Why is this happening to me? This sucks. And I try to remind myself it's happening for me, not to me. Um, But that's hard when you're dealing with 15 symptoms in one day and sometimes you just fall off course so I would fall off course and then I would get back and I felt like a crazy person because I'm like depressed and I'm anxious and then I'm like trying so hard to talk myself up but I'm feeling so shitty and my body's literally falling apart and I feel like dying (laughs) so I'm like how how do I manage this in a way that actually feels like it's genuine and I'm not just false like I'm not being fake and just being like I'm fine when like literally I'm having all these problems right so Andrew at the same time was training for his climb to Mount Chasta uh, which he did and achieved yay um so that was cool that was a really fun trip I couldn't climb because of my pain and what I'm going through otherwise I would have attempted and um and so at that point I was like he's He's feeling badass training and he's going on with his life. Like, I want to feel strong. I, I want to do something that makes me feel strong. And I remembered 75 hard and I was like, you know what? I can't control the shit I'm dealing with, but I can control doing these six things every day. And that was a game changer since I made that decision because it's brought back my discipline. It's brought back my, my mental strength just my physical strength. Like I've been doing yoga every single day. Um, I've been going for a walk outside every single day. And something that when I was in a lot of pain, I would have 
um, health professionals tell me like, you have to move, you have to move your body. And I'm like, moving is the last thing I want to fucking do right now. Like I'm in so much pain and they're like, you're going to get worse if you don't move. So you have to move. And once I started moving with the 75 hard with the walk and yoga every day, non-negotiables, right? Like I saw a significant reduction in pain and that along with changing my diet and being really strict with my diet has also eliminated the digestive issues that I was dealing with. So I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling more disciplined and focused in my work and just in general. Um, My digestion has regulated. Sex is no longer painful or it hasn't been for the last three weeks, which is amazing because before that it was months of pain. Um, I'm reading again, which is something I always love doing and I just stopped prioritizing it. So I'm really happy that I'm I brought that back because I'm learning every day and that gets me excited and it gets me more into my work and just more in, it makes me feel more alive, essentially. Um, I have less pain. I have more energy. So a lot of people are asking, do you have crazy energy doing the 75 hard program? And I'm like, honestly, I don't have, I don't have crazy energy, but I have energy, (laughs) which is something I didn't have a few weeks ago. Um, About a month ago, I was still dealing with chronic fatigue. So I was at the point where I was telling Andrew, you have to be okay with me sleeping till 9 a.m. because I don't know what's going on with me, but I just know I need this sleep. And I'm not being lazy. I just feel like I need it. I can't explain it. I've never felt so tired in my life. So we had to have that conversation. And so I didn't feel guilty sleeping in, which I still did because I'm like, why am I sleeping so much? Like, I'm, And then I'm still waking up not feeling well rested. So it was definitely a symptom of BII um, that most women experience. Breast implant illness is BII. And um, so when I started 75 hard, it's not that I have more energy, but I'm no longer feeling chronic fatigue, which is awesome because chronic fatigue fucking sucks. So I at least feel like the average person probably right now in terms of energy, which is great because I can actually get shit done now. (laughs) So... Um, overall I'm in a better mood. My mood has drastically improved. Andrew can attest to that. And he also said that, um, in one of our relationship check-ins, he said, since 75 hard, you are just happier. You're a more enjoyable partner. You found your, your self-resilience, you know, like you're, you're taking more action. You're finding answers. You seem to be laughing more. You're not sleeping as much. You're no, you're not depressed anymore. Um, at least like he's just showing me what he was seeing in me. And that was really cool to see because I'm like, wow, I, you know, I felt like I was noticing the changes myself, but I was a little nervous to see what he thought. And I knew it was going to come up in our check-in. So that made me feel like, oh, you're on the right track. Okay, cool. Other people are seeing it, you know, like this isn't just you in your head. Like this is working. Like this is actually helping you. And, um, And yeah, it's just really been the main thing for me is my my diet because I've had to cut out so many things due to my my symptoms with BII because um, because my gut is just in really bad shape right now. So I just got my toxicity test and my gut test back from my surgery office. They ran tests on me. They ran four tests. I got two of them back. And it turns out I have a ton of heavy metals and mold in my body. And I also have um, a really messed up gut. So my poor gut has just been overwhelmed with bad bacteria and it's eating away all the positive 
bacteria, the good bacteria. So um, I have to drastically take things out of my diet, especially gluten, which has been the main killer, apparently, for me personally. So along with the 75 hard, no junk food, no alcohol, no sugar, no processed foods, no fried foods, I also personally took away dairy and gluten, which also I know has to do with my mood because it's drastically decreased my bloating and my pain. So it's kind of like all of this stuff, what 75 Hard has done is just made it impossible for me to cheat my way around this diet and for me to cheat my way around moving my body every day because I know that if I cheat myself out of that, what I was doing before 75 Hard, I'd be like, oh, it's just one glass of wine. It's like a half a glass. It's a candy bar. And then I'm having diarrhea from that candy bar and throwing up. (laughs) I'm like... Okay, and then I just fall into it another time out of peer pressure. Oh, it's like, it's just, you know, it's sushi. We're going out for sushi night. And the high sodium and the rice is steers me in the wrong way. And then I'm sick for a week, you know? So for me to be disciplined and to not be like, oh, it's just this. It took 75 hard for me personally to be able to do that. And it feels actually good now. because And in a weird way, 75 hard is making my life easier at this point because it's giving me more it's giving me it's changed my reasoning for eliminating all these things from before I was thinking like all right I have to eliminate all this stuff because my body's weak and now I'm thinking I have to eliminate this stuff because I am strong and I know I I can do this so it was kind of this cool reframe that 75 hard gave me along with the no excuses no bullshit justifications for why you should have one of this or one bite of that like it's nothing And I am fully disciplined with it. And it's just holding me accountable to something that is very, very important to my life right now, which is getting my body most prepared for surgery so that I can heal to the best of my ability once these implants are taken out and for the five months after that when I detox my body from every all the shit that's been going on since. So... um, Those are the benefits in my book, and that's my experience. Another question I got was, are there any cons to the 75 Hard Challenge? And people will say, like, oh, I've heard there are pros and cons. I'm kind of confused by that. I'm like, what are the cons? Are the cons, like, you... It's hard because you get peer pressure on drinking, like, or are they thinking cons, like, oh, a gallon of water is too much water. Like, I'm trying to understand what the majority of people mean by there are cons to it. Because for me, I don't see any cons. I just see it as something that, yeah, it's supposed to be hard. Like it's supposed to strengthen you and you don't get strengthened from something that's easy, right? Like it just, think of all the moments in your life that you're really proud of because you overcame something. That thing wasn't easy to overcome and that's why you're proud of it. That's why it goes down as one of your best memories. That's why it pops up whenever you think of like the person you want to be. You think of that memory and you're like, I want more of that, you know? I mean, at least that's how it is for me. I have a mental cookie jar, as David Goggins calls it, of specific memories that I've that I have throughout my life that are moments where I overcame a hardship and became stronger. And I feel so good about those moments that 
the happy moments don't matter as much or they don't bring me as much pleasure as those overcoming the difficult moments bring me. You know, so I know that overall BII and everything, like there's a reason this is happening to me at the point it's happening. Maybe it means I have to spread the word more. Maybe it means because I have an audience of all men, heterosexual men with female partners, that it will open your eyes up to making sure your female partners are safe or making sure that they learn about the the health costs that they're risking themselves when they go into having breast implants. Um, if your if your female partners want to take them out, that you don't pressure them to do the opposite, and that you support them. Like maybe that's my maybe that's why this is happening. I don't know. I just like I know that it's going to make me stronger, and I know that it's going to allow me to use my voice from personal experience that has drastically changed the course of my life for the last year in a very scary and sudden way. Um, so that potentially I can help more people. But anyway, I don't see any cons. A lot of people think that a gallon of water is too much water for some reason. I don't believe that. Um, I do believe it's good to put minerals in your water. So like squeeze a lemon in it, you know, add some pink salt. And uh, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, I, this is how I truly believe we should be living our daily lives. And there are people that also I've heard are like, oh, that's too much. Two workouts a day are too much. You've heard what I said. Like, I do a walk outside for 45 minutes and then I do yoga inside. And I'm I'm an advanced, I have an advanced yoga practice. I was a teacher for five years. So I can have pretty intense yoga sessions. Um, I've already noticed my glutes changing shape, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, my push-ups are getting better. That's going to go away after the breast surgery <laughs> for sure. I probably won't be able to do a push-up for like a year, but I don't know, hopefully sooner. Um, and uh, my planks are strong. I just, I see my body shaping and I feel strength. So that's my version of pushing myself in the best way that I know I should be at this point in my life. So if you're not at the stage where you can handle what I used to do in 2019 when I did 75 hard, sprinting for 45 minutes, which is fucking hard, and also doing an indoor strength workout where I'm like sweating and doing burpees half the time. Like that's not something I can do right now or should be doing right now when I'm trying to prepare my nervous system and prepare my body for the least amount of tension and aggravation. Because at this point, that would not be good for me. So I'm not doing that. I'm finding my version of 75 hard that fits my body and tests my limits based on where I'm at. So you have to do the same for you because the way like what I'm doing now for my body is the same amount of challenge based on where I'm at physically and mentally than it was when I was 2019, didn't have BII to deal with, was just floating around and had all, had you know, all the health I could ask for felt super strong. Like that's a different story, but I'm challenging myself the same way. I'm just in a different phase of life. So if you're, for instance, if you are 300 pounds and you're like, Steph, I can't do two workouts a day, you can stand up from the couch and sit down or stand up from a chair and sit down with, with support and getting help. Uh, If you can't do that, if you're at the point where you can't even stand up and sit down, then you can lift your legs and do that for 45 minutes. You know, like there are ways for you to find your 75 hard. 
Um, and I think it's important for all of us to see that. Like this isn't about pushing yourself to the point where it's unhealthy or that you're hurting yourself. That's not the intention. It's to push you outside your comfort zone to make you stronger and to make you disciplined to the point where you're like, all right, I'm going to do this because I said I would fucking do it. And I want to be better. I want to be stronger. I want to be physically unstoppable. So that's what this program's for. And there are no excuses. There are really no excuses. When you find yourself making excuses why you can't do this, that's just the voice that's keeping you where you are. That's the voice that's afraid of change. That's the part of you that's terrified of moving to the next level because you don't think you can do it. But you can do it. You can. You just have to prove it to yourself. And you just have to fucking do it. You know, like there's, it's so funny, like how many excuses we can, we can make and just say, oh, well, this won't work because of that. And then I'm going on vacation. Okay, don't drink on vacation. <laughs> like, you know, like people use that as a valid, like a, like a legit excuse. Like they'll be like, oh, I can't. I'm going on vacation. It's my birthday. Okay, don't drink on vacation on your birthday. <laughs> like, just don't do it. Um, so it's, it's about catching those excuses you make that are so obvious that maybe they're not so obvious, you know, you don't ever think twice about them because they just flow out of your mouth. And that's what you have to realize about yourself. It's self-awareness. It's like, wow, this just floats out of my mouth as if it's what I truly believe or as if it's like 100% true when most of the time it's not 100% true or most of the time you can change that belief. You don't have to keep believing that if you're living a miserable life you know, or if you're doing something you don't want to do over and over again. So for you to be self-aware enough to catch, start catching your excuses as to why you can't do this program um, would be a really good start. And then just do it (laughs) because it feels good to do what you say you're going to do, especially when it's something most people will not carry through with. It's kind of like a little, gives you a little chip on your shoulder a little bit. Um, I kind of like that. I like doing things that most people won't do. I also like doing things that cause a little bit of pain in me. And, and I mean more like mental pain, like, you know, mental uh, growing pains is what I mean. So in terms of setting yourself up for success, if you want to do 75 hard is, like I just said, the main thing is calling out your bullshit and calling out your excuses because that's going to be the first thing that comes to mind as soon as you think, oh, well, can I do that? And then most of you will say, oh, I could never do that. Like, why? Why do you say, yeah, you can. Why are you saying you can't? That's bullshit. It's a bullshit voice. It's not true. It's not real. It's just a limit you're putting on yourself that maybe you're putting on in multiple areas of your life and that's why you're not moving forward in the ways you want to. So call that shit out. This is what I do with my coaching. I'm just always, self-awareness is always the first step. So the first week or two, sometimes three, depending on the client, is strictly about calling out their own bullshit and changing the way that they think about things and uh, more so changing what they believe. Because when you change their beliefs, it automatically helps, doesn't automatically, but you can easy, much easier much easierly, I was right about to say that, you can much more easily change their thoughts and that changes actions. So to call out your bullshit and be like, wow, I always have thought this my whole life. That's crazy that I just automatically would always think this and then act on it when I didn't have to. Like, and, it, and most of it is because you're not clear on what to do. You're not clear on what you should believe. You're like, okay, well, if I don't believe that, what do I believe? 
And that's why it's so hard to get in a new direction. And that's what makes my coaching so um, life-changing is because I help men understand what their new belief can be so that they're like, oh shit, I never thought to believe that. And now I know I can think this. And now I can do this because I think this. And now I got this result because I did this. So it's kind of creating that new pattern of belief, thought, action, result, which is super powerful. And something that's really powerful about 75 hard that I might have mentioned previously, but it's about having the exact steps to take every day. You know exactly what to do every day. You're not lost. You're not like, oh, well, should I do it like this? Should I do it like this? This is something Andy always calls out. He's like, he's like, I'm tired of your fucking questions where you're asking me, oh, I can't eat. Can I eat this if it's on this roll? And it's like this. He's like, just fucking follow the rules. <laughs> like, stop asking your dumbass questions. <laughs> oh my God, I die laughing whenever he gets pissed off at these people. <laughs> um... But you just do what it says to do. You know, 45-minute workout outside, 45-minute workout inside, gallon of water, take a picture, no junk food, no alcohol, no sugar. That's it. It is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Um, read your 10 pages. And, and that's why I love it because it gives you the exact steps. You have the exact actions to take, which makes it more easy to take those actions as long as you don't question them and try to pick them apart and find ways to work around them. Don't find ways that's just your, that's once again the same bullshit voice that's trying to do that. Um, I guess another way to set you up for success would be to do your best to prioritize the six steps in a way that's very obvious to you. So... The beginning, the first couple of weeks were hardest for me because you're getting in the groove of it, right? You have a daily routine where maybe you already have a to-do list that's, that's pretty long and now you're adding six things to it that you have to put at the top because if you save all these things for the end of the day, you're fucked. And I think that's why a lot of people feel like it's impossible because they simply don't prioritize it. You have to prioritize these things. I have them written out on my whiteboard in my room um, every day and there's there's circles next to them and I even added two at the bottom which are supplements and castor oil which are things I'm prepping for surgery too so I have this list of eight things that every day I draw the circles in the morning and I write day 46 you know today's day 46 for me and 75 hard um, so I'll change the number of the day and then I'll erase my circles from the night before and draw new circles and then during the day as I do my tasks I, you know, I'm home in and out. I will, sometimes I don't fill them in to the very end of the day, but obviously I make sure I do my shit. I fill in the circles to the point where they're all filled in and then go to bed next morning, erase the circles, draw them again, change the name of the day. So that's like, that's a habit I've done in the morning to make sure, hey, these are the things that you're keeping in check, keeping in mind, focus on them, make sure you do them at a time that's as much you know, I mean, Andy says to do them when they're not convenient and that's part of the point, but I, I will do it to be honest. I don't do it at the most inconvenient times because I do worry about, um, pain and stuff. So that might be an excuse for me. I don't know. Um, I'm also trying to be kinder to my body right now. So I'm not thinking of that as an excuse, 
but I'm thinking more of it like, all right, you're gonna, you're just gonna make sure you get all this stuff done. And if there's work priorities above this stuff, then those have to come first. And, um, and just, you know, just make sure the 75 hard gets done. So that is how I'm looking at it. There was only one time so far in this experience that I was really not having it. And it was a very rough day because, um, I was with, we were traveling and our travel plans got all messed up. And then I kept saying to Andrew, I just have to make sure I get my walk and my workout and I have to do it by this time. And he was like, okay, we'll make sure you get it. And then we were like playing around with plans and then saying, oh, we'll come here and then we'll be able to do it at this time. And then something didn't work out. So a panic was setting in because I was in this city that I wasn't familiar with. It was a tad creepy at night. And I ended up walking alone at night at a point where I was very high in anxiety. And that was the most stressful day so far of this program because my anxiety was extremely high which is a symptom and I'm already prone to anxiety. Like I've dealt with anxiety on and off my, my whole life basically, but it was, it was bad this night. Like I literally, I thought I was going to get killed. Like I just thought I was going to die. Um, and that's part of anxiety. Like sometimes you just feel like everyone is out to, I mean, it, it's kind of, this sounds like paranoia, but it's like, it's like, what if something really bad happens to me right now? And you just can't, it's very hard. Not that you can't, it's very hard to get that thought out of your head. So anyway, I was in that place and I was on this walk like a fucking wreck. It's <laughs> just like an emotional wreck. But I'm like, just do it. Just do it. You could do this. You could do this. <laughs> oh my God. I just, it seems so simple probably to the average person. But this night was like, like Andrew climbed a mountain the day before. And I was like, this was my mountain. <laughs> I feel like this is, I climbed an emotional mountain and it was so fucking hard, but I did it. And then I got back into the hotel and then I did my yoga workout at like 10.30 or 11 and finished that up. But like that was definitely the the hardest moment. And, you know, it sucks to to have Andrew bring home junk food and he'll ask me. He's really good about it. He's like, babe, I'm really craving a cheat day. Do you mind if I bring home junk? And I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like I'll just get, I'll just eat some almond butter next to you. <laughs> And he tried my almond butter the other night. He's like, this is disgusting. I'm so glad you love this. And I was like, like, please don't talk shit. This is like my ice cream right now. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, at the point where I just have a supportive partner and going out and, you know, I don't go out as much because it's just, I can't drink. So it's kind of weird to just be, do the same things I was doing before where it's like dancing and drinking and everyone's drunk and I just have no desire to do that. And not only because I'm afraid of not fitting in or because I'm tempted by alcohol, but it's like, I just like don't like why do that would be such a waste of time to do that. Um, because it's not even like you can have a genuine connection with friends when they're wasted or when they're like really drunk. It's, you know, it's just something that you're all mindlessly there in a way. And I'm like, I don't want to be mindlessly there. Like I, if I can't drink and do the party shit, um, which I'm trying to do less of anyway, then I'm going to stay home and I'm going to work on my projects and I'm going to 
you know, focus in on the things that matter most to me. And I'm going to go to bed a little earlier so I could wake up earlier and I could go on a morning walk because those I really enjoy. They make me happy, you know? So in a weird way, 75 hard actually starts creating more time for you because you put the bullshit aside and you start seeing the things that really matter in life and you start pushing away the things that don't or the time wasters. And as I said, my energy is definitely there. Like I actually have energy now before I didn't even have it. So as I said, it's not high, but it's there. Um, I'm able to use it to focus on the things, on the way I wanna actually live my life, which is cool. So that's something that 75 hard reminded me of and has brought back into my life. It's just like, wow, when I think of the best version of me, she is doing these things every day. Like, why wouldn't she do these things every day? And yeah, maybe she goes out and has a glass of wine or a few glasses, gets drunk once in a while. Um, That's cool, that's fine, and that's probably something that will be in my future. Um, But I don't, it's not something that's regular. It's not frequent. Because what's frequent is me taking care of myself and improving myself in every way possible so that I can make an impact on the world and so that I can really nurture my relationships and connect with people who are just amazing people with awesome conversations. I want to make a difference. Like that's what I want. And that's what I see in my partner in Andrew. And I just want us to be magnets for more people like that. So you don't get that type of life if you're going out drinking and not taking care of yourself because you won't attract those types of people. You know, you attract those types of people when you do the habits that are within 75 hard. And that's who I want to be. And that's who I want to attract into my life. So overall, I would highly recommend you do the program. And like I said, do it for you in a way that where you feel challenged, you know, it shouldn't be easy. Like this is not easy for me because I'm doing a walk and yoga. It's still fucking hard. I still don't want to do it a lot of days. You know, I still sacrifice here and there because I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I have to be here and work out. Um, You know, I can't eat that. I'm like limiting the times I go out to restaurants because it's just like, okay, like that's no longer a huge part of my life. I can make food that actually nourishes my body and makes me feel a lot better. So just a lot of overall changes that I could definitely see anyone benefiting from, anyone and everyone. So do it. Do it because you can and you're trying to prove to yourself that you can. That reason alone is an amazing reason to do it. And I'm cheering you on, sending you love. I appreciate all your support. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.